The Biz for Good Show is sponsored by Media Agency HQ. Media Agency HQ is a -a one-of-a-kind software development and marketing firm. They offer turnkey solutions to help create and manage internet, digital, and social media marketing and management. MediaAgencyHQ.com Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome to the Men's Weekend Show. Welcome, welcome. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the Ryan Pilkington. We have an audience in the house, and ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome the most powerful, amazing Scotty Smiley on the show today. Holy crap, it's going to be an amazing show, people. Do not miss this. This is amazing. Ryan, tell us about the show. (laughs) Bam! Boom, baby. Wow, you're loud. Yeah. You're like hotter than ever. Hey, you know, when you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Scotty's like, oh, crap. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck did I do? Tell yeah. us about the show. Yeah, thanks for joining us again for another episode of the Biz for Good show with episode 89. 89, people. Episode 8. Hey, we, this is not our first road show, and we may have the technology actually figured out. Yeah, he figured out there's a do not disturb button somewhere. On my phone. It keeps ringing through all of our episodes. <laughs> you know, that would have helped 89 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. I figured it out. Woohoo! We're professionals now, people. Yeah, we yeah. Anyways, episode 89, Overcoming the Impossible with Scotty Smiley. Holy cow. We got some good stuff there. So we want to welcome him to the show. And we got some guests here. So they're going to introduce themselves. Welcome guests. I'm not going to do it. You're, you're gonna, the guests are going to welcome themselves? Yeah. Okay. Who, who, who are these people in the house? Okay, this is Rika Jacobson. She's an old friend of Scotty's. All right. This is Avalon. She's in. The, she's doing the control deck. She's doing the control deck here today, and we got Don Trell. Don Trell in the house, and you're supposed to say his name because you have it. Oh yeah, Cedric. Cedric, <laughs> the yeah. entertainer. Remember the entertainer. entertainer. They they've come to. They you, how long has it been since you guys have seen each other or talked or anything like that? Has it been a few years? It's been probably. What do you think, Scotty? Ten years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. We have an amazing, it's an amazing show, people. Um, it's a full circle day with an amazing gentleman here. And uh, we'll get more into that later. So it's just a, it's great to have you all in the studio Thank on this you. moment of day. Uh, go ahead and do the 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, what is this Biz for Good show? Biz for Good show is two fun, adventurous entrepreneurs sharing their experience of the real secret to success in business, doing all things with a be good, do good mindset. There is so much bad noise in the world today. Let's fight against the noise and flood the world with the good. Find us on Instagram, our Insta, Insta, Insta followers, Insta, Insta. Facebook. We've hit 11,000 followers on Facebook. We're rocking up 12, the charts on it. 12,000? We hit 12,000? If you say it, it will be it. Okay, gotcha, right. And iTunes, we're jumping up the charts on iTunes. We're just having a lot of fun here, guys. We're meeting amazing, great people that are showing that there are people in this world doing the biz for good. And Scotty's one of them. For sure, for sure. And we definitely want to thank, again, Media Agency uh, for their social outlet for Insta. Insta, if you need uh, any of your Instagram following, Please reach out to 801-948-0133. Call Jordan, and he'll hook you up with some media agency HQ.com. Yeah. So let's just get in the show. Let me introduce. Is it? It's Major, right? So I got a salute. Or that's what Momo tells me to call her. She she major? tells my my wife tells me to call her Major. So <laughs> I'll tell her I interviewed a Major. <laughs> So uh, Major, uh, he's retired, Scotty Smiley, became the first blind active duty officer in military history following a face-to-face -face confrontation with a suicide car bomber in Iraq in 2005. After his injury, Scotty's faith led him to forgive his attacker and inspired him to rebuild his life while continuing to serve his country in the U.S. Army. A West Point graduate, he returned there to teach after he earned the MBA from Duke University, he was named the Army Times Soldier of the Year and won an EPSI Award for Best Outdoor Athlete. He is a recipient of the Bronze Star, a Purple Heart, and the Army's prestigious MacArthur Leadership Award following the position in the Gonzaga University ROTC Department. Scotty retired from the military in 2015. But there's more, people. I was going to stop there, but I'm going. <laughs> Scotty wrote his book, Hope Unseen, about the journey through un overcoming adversity and now travels the country, sharing his message of perseverance, courage, and hope. Ever the adventure, after the loss of his eyesight, he learned to surf, gone skydiving, climbed Mount Denali, and became an Ironman. Scotty currently works as an investment banker at Drexel Hamilton and is a regular guest on NBC, CBS, and Fox. He's married in his high school. He's married to his high school sweetheart, high school Tiffany. Sweetheart. Tiffany. The couple lives in the hometown of Pasco, Washington, with sons Grady, Graham, and Baylor. Woo! You made it, Ryan. I you did. Made it. High five, man. Good job. Oh, good job. That was high two. Well, Scotty, we want to just say welcome to the show, and I know you're probably tired of me hearing saying thank you for your service and just thank you for being. Just a powerful, amazing human being. And we're going to talk, I want to talk about your book a little bit because there's some cool stuff in there. But first, we'd like our, our guests to kind of get to know Scotty a little bit. Is there anything you can tell us about childhood stuff? What your mom used to say, man, he was stubborn, or gosh, he was the sweetest thing on earth, or, you know, <laughs> whatever. You got this crazy nickname because you, you know, jumped off a 20 story building or something crazy like that. Just let's get to know Scotty. Turn the mic over to you. We've talked enough. 
Well, I'm beyond honored to be on your show. Just what you continually do and push on, on making business a better place and sharing good is, is what we all should be living life uh, for and conducting ourselves in every manner. Um, I, I had a good life, uh, was potentially the best child ever in world history. <laughs> Uh, never did wrong, never got disciplined, and was literally the best. Um, I don't know if I should start telling the truth now or what, but <laughs> I, was, I have three brothers, three sisters, always energetic, always playing, potentially got disciplined more than any of my other siblings. But in the end, it was about having fun and doing good and working hard. And I think that's what really enabled me to excel in not just life, but to build relationships and, and have fun and understand what doing good for others not only did for myself, but the world and the community around. So but one of the nicknames I had was Scooter. Um, I don't know if that was because I was slow or what, but for me, it was just I was always moving, always trying to, to have fun and enjoy life to its fullest. And you said Scooter. Cut, it cut out there for yeah me. your your nickname was scooter yeah sorry Just, <laughs> no you're fine should i not <laughs> i you know you said something interesting in there so you grew up with a work ethic is that is that what i'm hearing yeah i mean i think for me it was it was understanding i remember as a young child like potentially in grade school um again i'm kind of getting personal here but drawing out some emotions, but I remember crying because I didn't want to have to work. I didn't want to have to have responsibilities and, you know, pay for a car, pay for a house, pay for everything. Because at the time I knew life was easy. I knew life was fun. But upon understanding that work was what was necessary to make a better life, not just for myself, my family and those around, it's something I took a grasp of and moved 100% forward in. Wow. So you you obviously worked hard. What what was the reason you you decided to go in the military? Was it what 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 was the what was the focus behind that? Yeah, coming from a large family uh, in 1999 when I graduated, colleges were pretty expensive, and unfortunately, they continually become more and more expensive. Yeah. But more importantly, I wanted to go to one of the best schools in the world, and I knew the military academy. Um, was the best leadership training environment uh, would not only educate but put their students into leadership situations every part of every day from the first day as a freshman to the last day as a senior you were always either in charge of someone you had peers you had superiors you had subordinates and for me that was the school that I wanted to join um, again being able to attend the military academy and, and receive that education upon graduation i knew i was going to receive an immediate job paid by the federal government to be an active duty army officer and again be put into a leadership job in which for me short-term thinking i'd get out after five years i joined uh, the civilian world i'd have fun i'd be a successful businessman uh, really not knowing what the future was going to hold at the time that, that I originally joined the military academy. Wow. We, we, we hear about that all the time that we, we, some of us will write out our, our timeline and what we're going to be and what we're going to do. 
and most of the time those timelines get messed up a little bit i wanted to be an air oh. aircraft flyer i mean like fly f-16s that's what i wanted to do but i'm an artist so i don't you know it didn't work out <laughs> i'm flying some pencils now you're flying pencils yeah. figure eights in the sky with your jet <laughs> with the little colored smoke coming out the back there we go i drew a lot of planes <laughs> yeah so can we can we talk about your book a little bit is, is that okay yeah. i i would uh i would suggest everyone read it and 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 can i just give you a quick i, I want to Hope this is really it. important to me. I, while I was reading the book, you, you hear a lot of people that have had hardships, that have overcome hardships, and there's people that have had some horrible hardships that they've overcome. And a lot of times those stories are told from a space of, you know what, I just dug in and I knew I needed to get over it. And in, in, in your book, I just, the rawness when you were pissed off and yeah. mad and wanted to give up uh, you don't you don't hear about that enough because me, me and Ryan are a part of a lot of uh, suicide prevention groups and bullying groups and we don't hear enough that sometimes all of us want to give up and right. and the fact that you didn't and decided instead to go climb mountains and surf and and skydive and skydive dang um i think it's a it's a uh, it's an example that more people need to hear that yeah people have hardships but damn it it's hard to overcome those but you can you absolutely right. can prime example yes yeah and that's for me is you know, being deployed, marrying my beautiful high school sweetheart, um, we dated throughout the military academy, being commissioned, I, I felt like I was on top of the world. You know, I was in the best shape of my life, physically fit, mentally strong, spiritually tough, uh, enjoying the job that we were doing, protecting and defending our constitution. Um, though I had lost friends and loved ones overseas, my company commander, as you had, you know, introducing Rika, her husband, uh, Captain Bill Jacobs Jr., my company commander, when when people's lives like that are taken from you, you wonder why why are we doing this? Why are we fighting? Why such destruction? Uh, and you always just look at the road ahead of, of making a better life for others. Uh, but when your life is totally turned upside down and it's now personal, it's now your personal life. It's now your eyesight taken from you. You'll never see your my beautiful wife's face again. You'll never see the sunset, rainfall, the leaves change in the fall. I won't see anything. Um, it was the absolute depths of despair, depression, anxiety. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, why did I want to live? If I couldn't take care of myself, how I was going to take care of my wife. Uh, and for me, it was beyond, beyond tragic. And I was faced at that fork in the road. And I think we all are every day of, what life do we choose? Do we choose a life of hope, of joy, of peace, of freedom, or a life of depression, anxiety? Uh, do we want to give up and, and, and you know stay as a failure? Uh, and for me, it was the love of my wife. It was Tiffany by my bed every night, every day, whether it was praying for me, reading the Bible. It was God that loved me. Uh, and me being raised as a Christian, I questioned my faith. One of my best friends, 
asked me to say a prayer and I said, no, I don't know how to pray and I don't think I know God. And, and I think that's when it really came true to everyone else is like, who cares about his eyesight? His faith means so much more to him than, you know, his eyesight. That's what we need to pray for. And, and for me, it's just, it's, it's forgiving the man who blew himself up and in the end asking God to forgive me. Um, but it was because of the faith that I was raised with, the faith that I knew was true that enabled me to see the light in that fork in the road. One road was dark and dreary and, and, and very, was terrible. And that was the life that I had began to walk down. Uh, or I could turn around and go back to that fork and choose to live a life of freedom and live a life of joy and hope. Uh, and for me, that's what really changed, began to change my life. And that's what really began the change in my recovery. You, you said it was a choice, and I, and I think sometimes a lot of people get to a space where they, they think they don't have a choice. Right. But you believe, and I think, I, I mean, I know I believe that, that we always have a choice. No, we, and we do, and I think that's when, when, you, when you give yourself the ability and you know the ball is always in your court, that you can choose the relationships you're a part of, you can choose the choices and the decisions that you make every day in, in who you talk to and how you talk to people and whether you want to have a smile on your face in the morning or at night, no matter how early or how late it is, it's a choice. And that we and because we have that choice, we can always choose good. We can always choose, you know, treating others as they want to be treated or treating others as you want to be treated. Um, and that's what I try to do every day. Again, it's a choice that we're all faced with. Even though bad does occur, choices did occur to me. And though I put myself in the position, the situation, others did not put themselves in that situation. And still life, um, life happens. And, and, and we live in, in a, um, a, a pretty you know, horrific world that you still have to do good. And you still have to choose. Uh, and that's what I still try to do every single day. Awesome. So true. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ryan, what do you got? Well, with the news, uh, I see a lot of um, people that are just, you know, what you hit it right on the nail. Like when you when you forgave, you were able to move on and and live your life. I so many times these people are just reliving it and and uh, not letting go, and it just stirs more anger and more despair and. Uh, I honor I honor your service and and I'm grateful for it and and the the ability to move on it's amazing. Yeah. We we do that, that for fun. ourselves. Yes, and then one of uh, a friend who's counselor mentor of ours, uh, Shan Furge from Spokane, he, he writes books on forgiveness on you know not just you know forgiving uh, and the day that we went in, you know my wife and I. Uh, you know, we're all about counseling. We're all about bettering our lives, and we have the strongest relationship ever. And it, it was that day I had, I had struck out with uh, bad, you know, unkind words, and I'm walking in like I'm walking on water. I'm perfect, and he talks about forgiveness. And I'm like, oh, oops. <laughs> and that forgiveness is just asking someone to forgive you for how you treated them. And, and ask them how did it make you feel and not just the surface feelings but the deep root of you know you don't love me anymore you, your actions um, and it really digs in and it's not saying I'm sorry but it's asking do you forgive me for the actions which I did and then you you, you know 
they respond with I forgive you and that forgiveness is a full hearted not remembering not having guilt or shame or anger or, or a, a load on your back it's you've been set free and that no longer bothers you it no longer affects you the man who blew himself up and took his life yeah he affected my life my wife's life my kids life my boys who I'll never see um, he affected us but it still doesn't mean that I'm not set free and that I can walk every day with a smile and joy and live life as, as freely as anyone else. And again, it's because of a choice. So true. And, you know, hate never, nothing good ever came from hate. Nothing no, exactly. good has ever come from hating another human being. Oh, so true. And thank you for for the example, because it's like Ryan says, for so many, and, and you, you know, you, you get on Facebook for two seconds and you see so much negative hatred. And it's like, and, and I personally try, I kind of get rid of those folks and, and, you know, because who needs that? I, I, I love everybody. My wife jokes at me because I say, I, I love Satan. You know, he's my brother. And my wife is like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. And I'm like, well, you know, What's the point of, of hate or, or, you know, coveting? I don't know. Anyway, thank you. And, and um, what do you got, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so you're currently doing some investment. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. So I work for Drexel Hamilton. Um, asset management is a service-disabled, veteran-owned, and operated uh, business. It's, it's just amazing to see uh, and work with bulge bracket banks, corporations, states, um, men and women that, that, that are trying to pass securities, bonds. Uh, we help you know, sell them, and it's just awesome to see the, the financial system and the economics of not only the United States, but the world and how it works. So it's, it's been an absolute amazing joy. Awesome. So that goes into what does biz for good mean to you? in that world or just in, in, in general, general yeah whatever we ask every every guest that comes on the show we ask you know it is the biz for good show and what does that mean to you and, and it's very broad biz for good we 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 take it very openly what that means good is the main <laughs> yeah. focus so what does that mean to you it's, it's making people's lives better and, and helping them and the decisions that you make uh and thinking about others and, and helping them uh, build a better life and helping them find a way to freedom. Uh, as I share my story uh, through Hope Unseen, a, a business that my wife and I started, uh, goodness, almost eight years ago, uh, it's about sharing our stories with others and teaching about, yeah, there's struggles, there's trials, there's, there's disappointments, but it's a choice that we make. And it, to choose freedom, to choose life and joy is not just a single time, but it's, it's an everyday opportunity that I'm able yeah. to share that story in, in my life with others and to bring joy and to bring happiness and peace. Um, and in that same way with banking is, is bringing, whether it be financial freedom or investing people, you know, individuals or corporations and states money, it's giving them the freedom that they can then um, use that money to bless others. So for me, it's, that's what biz good means to me is, is helping others uh, just as I and others would love to be helped. Awesome. That's be good, do good. Be good, do good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to ask this question. I'm sorry, but how was skydiving? Because <laughs> I, 
my wife wants to do it, and I'm like, no, no, thank you. It was amazing. So I, I skydived twice, once in North Carolina, when the gentleman said, I forgot to take my pills this morning. That was, that was a little scary. Um, the next was with the Golden Knights down in oh, San Antonio. Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, Army's elite. Yeah. You know, George H.W. Bush would skydive with them almost every other birthday. And these guys had like 15, 20,000 jumps. And I try to do the quick math. I go, that's impossible. You're doing 10 jumps a day for 20 years. They go, yeah, that's what they've done. <laughs> oh, my god! that was beyond amazing. It was just joy, freedom. And then when the parachute opens, it's silence. And you can just feel yourself floating to the ground. And, again, I encourage everyone. I can hardly wait till my boys are old enough that we all go out of the plane together. <laughs> Which is <laughs> awesome. I guess it's just... <laughs> It's just that fear factor, dang it. I had a dream once that I was standing in front of the plane door and looking down, and I, and, and I woke up screaming, going, that's exactly how I would feel if I do this. <laughs> i got to get over that. <laughs> uh, well, when you're tandem, you don't really get a choice in the matter. They yeah, they just kind of... There you go. That's that. Yeah, my my daughter did it in Hawaii, and she said it was amazing. She oh. yeah, she 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 tanned. Oh. I saw the Golden Knights yeah, in. Hawaii would be the place to be. Yeah, yeah. I saw the cool. I saw the Golden Knights jump once. You did. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, they're amazing. So what's next for for Scotty? What what what's what's in the future? What what what's the future's yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I, I love excitement. I love opportunities. Um, physical, I've, I've done an Ironman. I'd love to, I'm going to train up for a half Ironman uh, this June. Uh, right now I'm playing on Coeur d'Alene. Um, it's just about staying physically fit, mentally strong, always reading books, always helping others, uh, whether it be in the community, in, the, in the, the Washington State where we live, or in the United States. It's about helping others uh, live a better life and so for me we just look at the excitement ahead awesome well i'm excited to see what you create we i've been watching you for no. two years i'm not stalking you but i've been watching you for two years <laughs> <laughs> ever since rika no. gave me the book and i'm like you know what when i reached out i just said say again i'm excited <laughs> when when i reached out i i, I was like oh, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna Go for it and see, if, it. see yeah. if Scotty will be on the show. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. So our last... We got to tie in how you're involved in this. Who? You. How I know... Yeah. Well, how we know Rika. And the whole... Come on. The whole come on? The story. So Rika gave me your book, of course. You, you wrote about her, her husband in the book, uh, Bill, who was a, an amazing, great guy. He was just a good man. Yeah. Uh, when I first dated my, my wife... The first date, I hadn't, uh, she was f flying in, and I was a mess. I'm like, oh my gosh, because we had known each other, but we, we were in a position where I couldn't really date her or anything, and this was the first date, and I'm, I'm freaking out. You were freaking out? I was freaking out, and, and uh, Bill said, Bobby, come on, let's, let's go for a walk. And uh, he, yeah. Uh, he took me for a walk and he just said, dude, it's all good. It's all good. He had just married Rika and um, I just, I've, he just had an interesting way of calming you down. I don't know. And uh, yeah. 
it was uh it was a great date. We stayed up till four o'clock in the morning. Oh wow. And she told me, I don't know what you want, but I just want to be your friend. And uh then she kissed me. Oh. And I'm not sure that's mixed messages, but we, we've been married almost twenty three years now. Uh and, and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So so um uh, when when Rika gave me the book, it, it, I just I'm a big avid reader, and just to I was just so taken by you by by you saying you know what this was horrible this was tough but I'm not stopping I'm not slowing down uh, and the love you you can tell the love for your wife and the and the love that your wife has for you in the book. Um, it, it's just a, a powerful message, and, and I'm sorry. I know I'm a boo. Yeah, no. You're the. It's your <laughs> freaking it's fault, fault, Ryan. <laughs> I pushed the button. I pushed the button. But I think it was, and you know, we need to know more about that. Yeah. So, so can I'm I not, say something? Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, you can say, say something, <laughs> please, Rika, please. please. I just have this little thought that I've been thinking here. Uh, so, I've known Scotty since he was a young lieutenant. And, uh, um, you know, we, the Army's like a family. You're all family. And uh, Tiffany was a good friend of mine. And then when the guys deployed, we would get together with Tiffany and a couple, couple of other wives. And we would just sit and talk and eat together and, and uh, just support each other. And uh, um, then after Bill was killed um, in December of '04, then Scotty's um accident happened a few months later and I remember Tiffany and I were talking and then I actually got to um go visit I don't know if you remember this Scotty I came to visit you and Walter Reed and um and that was probably one of the most powerful moments of my life and I'm going to try to hold us together but I went into the room and and that was probably one of the very low moments of of just it was it was devastating and I remember Scotty held my hand for 45 minutes that we were there and and he would he apologized to me and uh, because of what had happened and and this just talks about his character who he is and and I and Tiffany was right there she was standing right there next to him and uh, and it was just a sweet moment how it, how powerful it was that we were there together. These horrible things had happened, but we were there holding each other's hands and we were just, we were there in that moment together. And, and then following throughout the years, this whole process and whole, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, just, just all the things that Scotty has overcome I believe you had to learn how to walk and brush your teeth and and uh, um, basic, very basic things that that we take for granted. Um, Scotty had to learn to do this, and Tiffany was right there by his side, and and always has been and always is. And then you know you build this beautiful family and these beautiful children, and and I mean look at where you are. You're still the smiling young lieutenant that that I know from. <laughs> From the barracks where, <laughs> where my kids were running up and down the stairs, just little. So you know, life life is good, and we go through awful things, but but life really is good, and uh, and you are just a prime, beautiful example of of someone that just 
keeps going. And and I love that about you and, and Tiffany and and you guys are awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I know we haven't talked for, for a very long time, but, but you are very much in in my life and my thoughts and, and uh Well thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for for all your example and everything that you've of shown course. and accomplished. Rika's taking over the show. It's okay. It's good. No, I'm good okay. now. She's <laughs> it's totally, awesome. Totally good. I, I'm at a loss for words, and that's hard for me. But so Ryan, yeah, you sometimes, need to, <laughs> sometimes you don't need words. So, so Scotty, did we go over an action item? Yeah, let's give him an action item. So our, our listeners, an action item, something that they can do, something that they can think of, you know, if, it, if they're down or, or whatever, just what kind of action item can you give them? Yeah, like every morning I wake up, whether it's early, late, is, is to smile. And it's those cheesy grins that want to even make your, your, you laugh to yourself, but it's, it's what lightens the mood and enables you not to think about obstacles or the difficulties ahead but it puts a positive uh, spirit in your heart and it enables you to think of good think of nature or na think of what you can do for others that day versus the obstacles and the the, the, the trials that may be in front of you um, so just to smile and to live life fully and completely uh, and as you said is uh, think of doing good for others and as you do that um, good will come to your life and, and everyone else's. Yeah, I really believe that we would have less depression and, and suicidal stuff in the world if we, if we had more service, if we got out and helped other people yeah. more. With a smile on our face. Yeah. With a smile on our face, absolutely. Absolutely, Ryan. Well, well, Scotty, we want to say thank you so much. What kind of what? How do how do people get a hold of you? We'll put all the links and stuff in 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 our list of things. But but can you tell folks how do they get a hold of Scotty? How do you, you know, for for all that it's stuff? Hope, links. Hope, yeah, hopeunseen.com is all our contact information. Uh, love to reach out. We have Facebook, um, social media sites. So uh, just continue to to bless others as we want to be blessed and. Life will be great. Awesome. That's boom. Drop the mic. Drop the don't, <laughs> well, not these mics. <laughs> the mics are in booms, so we can't <laughs> drop them. But. <laughs> you want to take us out, Ryan? Thank you, Scotty Smiley for Smiley for being on the show. Um, bring your presence, and uh, we we uh, support all that you're doing right now. And uh, we'll continue to. And all that you have done. And what you've done. And oh, thank you for you your service Our again. Family. It's, it's been an honor. And you, I got to tell you, these kids, they're like, I look at them and I see Bill. So <laughs> he's not. They're, they're, they're all four of them. The dang. They're, they're, he, you they're guys, ma like you guys make some <laughs> damn cool kids. You, you, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little person. Everybody's tall to me. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan, you want to take us out? Yeah, we always in the show with the hashtag be good, do good. Three times on the last one, we go crazy. Bobby breaks the mic. Last yeah. time we go crazy, people. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. Hash everybody. Yeah, everybody. Hashtag be, be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. Yeah.
That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.